Hi, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Ashley, and I'll be chatting about something. So stay tuned. How old were you when you first started boarding? I've been boarding since I was 10. Oh, so how did baby Ore feel about <laughs> boarding? Like, how are your my, feelings? Did you my, not? My parents sent me out of the house really early. I think they were just tired of me or something. <laughs> 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 um, I don't, thinking back, to be honest, it actually, well, thinking back, I remember the first day I was starting boarding school and I was actually really excited. Um, I think because everyone thought I was going to be, oh, no, don't go, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, I was like, yeah. like finally, let's just have my have my space, need my space. <laughs> you guys. It's time for me in, to be independent and free. Independent. I'm 10. Exactly. <laughs> and then I think cause I was boarding about, I stayed in, I was boarding in a different state. So if you know, Nigeria is obviously like states and like in the US, so you have different states. So I was boarding yeah. in a different states about two three hours from where my parents were living so it wasn't something of oh if you're hungry or if you're tired or if you're homesick you just go back home no you're there for you're there literally until you need to go back home and then that's like mm-hmm. two or three hours so well, well yeah it was it was good obviously boarding school was another experience in itself speaking about boarding life now because I know you didn't go to boarding school so was there a time you actually wanted to no I'm so glad I was a day girl I've never ever wanted to board I never (laughs) like I would feel I remember I would feel bad I'd be like all right like do you want to come to my house for a little while like you you remember like just just make sure you're okay and obviously it's normal for you but for me it's kind of like like are you eating okay like are you getting enough hugs like you know um but I am the complete opposite and I think well I'm just weird as it comes even when I started school um obviously we had induction day when I was 10 and then Mm -hmm. up until 18 obviously there was always borders there and all the girls were lovely I loved our school our school was really really nice I just never felt like I ever fit in like from since I was 10 11 I never never thought that yeah no and everyone was lovely everyone was really nice obviously I had my friends but mm-hmm. I would sometimes think um I would kind of be like oh why don't no, no one here is like me or why are they doing this or why do they find that funny because I don't find yeah. it funny that's really silly or <laughs> that I would be like oh that's so immature of them or that's so ridiculous and yes I'm a silly person like I know that you and I both are like we'll be very uh, we'll say things in a very joyful manner or childish yeah. manner just to make light of a situation so I've always felt like that my whole life. And I always kind of used to wish um, that we went to school with adults because I felt like I could have a better conversation with adults. And I, I feel like... Oh, goodness. <laughs> yeah. And it wasn't in a weird way. I just felt like yeah. the conversations with adults were so much better than yeah. what some of the things that the girls would talk about. Talking about. I completely, I understand. I completely understand. And I agree, to be honest. Um, what has kept you just being happy about everything or seeing the nicer things about things that's like one thing you do really well yeah um to be honest I don't know if I can I don't know if there's one thing or if there's something that makes me I think see things from that perspective I think it's I think it's almost the way I grew up to be honest I think it's 
yeah, I think it's I think the way I grew up played a big part in it. I think the people I was surrounded with was just that I was surrounded by in that sense. Um and I don't know, I think it's kind of just a part of who I am in 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 a way. Because um I remember I was <laughs> I was um working at a point when I was working and um my boss came to me. So I had a new boss at a point and we never really saw eye to eye. And she came to me because when things get really crazy and everything's good, I, I, I'm not really the best when it comes to panicking or showing that every, like everybody doesn't need to know when things are going wrong. Come on, mm-hmm. you can still smile or you can still live your yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so she came to me and she's like, all right, you're not um, being serious. You play too much. Like you're playing too much. You're not taking things seriously. Everything is going crazy. We have so much to do and you're still smiling. You're still doing... I'm like, I don't understand though. What do you want me to do? Like, <laughs> yeah. Do, do you want me to start crying? Do you want me to start doing things? So I think, yeah, I think the way I grew up plays a big part in it. I think just my family, I think people I'm surrounded by, the, I don't know. I think it's just the way my makeup in that sense. So I don't, I don't want to accredit it to anything I've done intentionally. I think, yeah. yeah. So I don't want to credit it to anything I've done intentionally. So I think just, yeah, subconsciously. And I think now growing up where there's now more different things, I think competing for that, um, should I say that happiness or that joy or just mm-hmm. different things competing kind of for your attention. I think you, I now have to be more intentional about it. But initially, I don't think I was as intentional yeah. about it. But, and that yeah. makes sense. But yeah, mm-hmm. like you're you're thankful, and I agree with you. I think that I try to do that in my daily life. I'm, I will be silly, and I will just smile at things because realistically, you're not going to help anything by spreading like negative thoughts exactly. or just what's the point of it, right? Um, so if you can be playful and get work done, obviously, and get things done, but you don't have to be miserable about it and you don't have to take everything so seriously. And it definitely helps you get along or get through life, um, which has been quite nice. I agree. I agree. Definitely, definitely. That's great. That's great. Um, Go on. I was going to ask about, um, I think when you were speaking initially, you were mentioning about, um, obviously, the lockdown and everything. So obviously mm-hmm. you were here for the lockdown. Um, I was in Nigeria for the lockdown. So how was it here? How was the transition, first of all, to working from home? When did you start working from home, actually? Um, we started from last year, March. Okay. So how right at the beginning. So our company, the company I work for, we, mm-hmm. we can work from home. Our job allows us to work from home. So I'd work from home once a week. Um, mm-hmm. if, so yeah, mostly once a week. And so I knew it was possible and it wasn't too bad. Yeah. Um, in terms of working from home, that's quite easy and simple for the role that I do. Um, every, and I think that everyone makes an extra effort to either put on their cameras or, you know, be involved or be present in that meeting, which is quite nice. I miss the social aspect of the office. I felt like that, um, yeah. you know, meeting friends or meeting colleagues, having conversations, that I miss. And I also miss the drive. I had like an hour's drive in the morning, an hour, an hour and a half in the evening. And that gave me a transition period. It allowed me to think about my day. It allowed me to kind of prepare for the day going in. And then com- coming back, it allowed me to just digest how the day had gone and what I could do better or like that kind of stuff. That's what I miss about going into work. Um, a lockdown itself, um, I miss 
actually going in to town mm-hmm. getting drinks getting dinner meeting friends dressing up I really miss dressing up so much um, <laughs> because that for me is like makes me feel like better about myself like doing mm-hmm. my makeup or hair and wearing something cute and because I haven't had the opportunity to do that all year I've just made myself feel like it just doesn't feel as good right because you enjoy that piece um and then the other aspect is I don't well obviously I wouldn't because I live with my parents I wouldn't risk them getting anything so I'm not gonna even when things did open up I didn't really go out I didn't really do much because obviously I was really cautious um so yeah I spent a lot of time in the garden (laughs) how about how was it over there in Nigeria fun times fun times oh that's good um I think it was yeah pretty the same thing pretty much the same thing and I think in terms of um I think yeah working from home it's it's the same for me because I had um no not an up sometimes up to an hour depending on traffic but in mm-hmm. terms of just going to work say 30 minutes and then maybe an hour coming back and yeah so just the transition periods um I remember when we first started just working from home on lockdown I think that was around March also I hated it. Oh my gosh, no. I just, yeah. I, I hated it so much because I just felt, because for me, I, I like to separate different areas of my life. Well, in terms of work and all these other things. But now it's like everything was, there was just a very blurred line between everything. And so yeah. from home, there's your parents telling you to do this. So I'm here. My mom is like, uh-uh. Why can't you come and come and cook in the kitchen? <laughs> I'm working though. It's like, no, you're not. <laughs> so right. And then you have other people, you have friends coming, saying, Oh, I'm coming over to your house right now. I'm like, please don't come. I'm busy at the moment. Like, don't come yeah. over. And there's, there's just different people, I think, competing for the same time, especially because everyone thinks you're free and because you're at home. Um, so I, I hated it at first, to be honest. But um, I think eventually it just helped me to get into a very strict routine and be very, in terms of time management, just manage my time well. And um, yeah, so I think eventually I got the hang of it. But as you said, I think the social part of work was just very important for me. And I missed that. But it was it was all good. And it's still all good because I'm still working from home right now. But um, it's it's much better now, I guess. Yeah, I know what you mean, because you're more accessible to everything else in your life. You have to kind of set boundaries and kind of be like, this is still very much work. I'm just in the same under the same roof as you guys. (laughs) Exactly. So that's that's good. So, yeah. And I came I came here just before Christmas and it's I felt like I was going to see everybody. I was going to tell you, oh, she come around. (laughs) We went from the two weeks isolation. I think once that was done or I was rounding up, they were literally announcing the um, the lockdown. And I was like, all right. Amazing. I came just at the right time. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, it has been an odd time. Um. If you if you had a book, what would it be titled? Oh, like if I wrote a book or if I had. Yeah, well, either way, I mean, if if you wrote a book, but it was about you, if it was a biography, an autobiography, it was about you. Um, what would you like it to be Ooh. titled? Mm. If it was a biography about me, I would want it to be titled maybe, 
I don't know, something, I'm going to say something cheesy right now, but that's, that's literally what comes to my head. Um, yeah, do it. <laughs> so I'm trying to find the perfect title, but I think it would be something around, maybe something around living life or the girl who lived or the girl who, yeah, the girl who lived, I think. Um, and I think okay. that would just be because I just really want to, I feel like if you're on this earth or if you're here, you're basically, there's things you're meant to do. You're meant to actually live life because there's, you know, when people say you're, what's, what's the word? Like you're alive, but you're not living. Like yeah. so many times we just kind of just, we're chasing everything. We're chasing work. We're chasing um, success in quotes. We're chasing achievements. We're chasing certain things, but we're not kind of just stopping in the moment and living naturally just appreciating everything we have and we're not living that kind of fulfilled all-rounded life and I think that's something that's um, very important for me and in I, I speak to a lot of teenagers right now and I think that's something I speak a lot about in terms of just living a very fulfilled life living an all-rounded life so I think yeah something about the girl who lived I think we're just wanting to live life the way it should be lived if there's a way like that <laughs> yeah. yeah that's a good title no that's that I makes sense because you do do that <laughs> we try <laughs> we try yeah. what about you um oh you can't do this so. i didn't prepare these i didn't prepare the answer <laughs> i haven't got answers to ask me a good question i'm going to redirect it back to you <laughs> I, I'm going to have to get, get back to you on that. I haven't thought of it. All right. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. Let me ask you. I'll ask you another question in place of that, though. So, okay. from, the last, um, from the last 10 years or 11 years, whichever, what is, what's your, is it your fondest memory or what's your most memorable memory <laughs> in a sense? What's my fondest yeah. memory? Um, and it has to be one memory. I should okay two, maximum. Oh gosh, you already killed me. Just <laughs> two things. Years. I'm sure one thing has popped um, into your head right now. So that one and something else. Literally none. I'm trying to think about ten years and what that is. Um, I don't know if it's a memory. I don't have fond memories. I have a feeling. I feel like okay. in the last ten years. I just have felt happy. I felt like I've worked on a lot of anxieties. Mm. I've worked on a lot of things within me. um, And that has made me feel much better. And I think that I've, you know, that just makes me happy, just being happy with certain things. Um, But I I can't think of a fond memory. There's loads of stuff. Like I feel like I I could talk about superficial stuff, like memories in terms of holidays and, you know, going to certain places and having certain certain days, but they're all quite superficial. I think in the last 10 years, um, I've really worked on myself um, and that's been really nice. That's amazing. Amazing. Oh, that's that's the perfect answer, actually. Okay. So, well, on that, I was going to ask you if you have ever felt anxious. I just feel like, obviously, people have anxiety to a certain mm-hmm. level, um, but they don't have, some have higher and some have lower, or some deal with other mental health issues. Have you ever, I don't know if this is a two-person question, and if you don't want to answer no. it, that's fine. 
um have you dealt with that and how do you deal mm, with it that's a good question that's a good question um anxiety yes I think I, I've definitely felt anxiety I've definitely I think different different um just different forms of anxiety in a way so be it anxiety be it um fear be it whatever different forms um in that way and um I think I've handled different I've handled it differently at different times um, and what I've recently started doing. So now I've come to a point where it's, I'm not kind of waiting for the anxiety or for the fear or for whatever it is to come. <laughs> I'm just trying to be like, okay, how do we, we need to move forward with this. We can't just keep on being in the same position. Um, mm-hmm. So I think initially for me, I knew I, I, cause I, I'm, I can be very private. I can be a very, very private person and try to figure out things by myself. And I think in relation to what we've spoken about in terms of just obviously being kind of seeing the best things in different situations, I think sometimes it's, it's not a front, but sometimes it can seem like a front even to yourself. So, um, so I think because you're, say, the positive person in quotes, you don't then want to be bringing up, say, negative situations or talking about that. So sometimes I, I yeah, I used right. to tend to dodge away from it. But um, I realized for me, it's, it's talking about it. So I just try to surround myself with, well, I won't say surround myself with people, but even if it's my mom, I know that, okay, this is what I'm going through. And then just trying to express myself to her so she understands what it is I'm going through and she can advise me because that's, that's what you have people for at the end of the day. Um, so I think talking to people is one thing. Um, that has definitely helped mm-hmm. and then um, I used to write well I still write but I'm just really bad because I don't write a lot but I'm just writing about things that I'm going through so writing and um, poetry be it in the form of poetry or in a song so just trying to write and then most recently um, what I discovered was um, coaching so I recently discovered coaching um, I know people would say maybe in terms of just going for therapy or getting a coach but this is more of a self-coaching. So you actually coaching yourself through a situation. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's what I've started to do right now. So in terms of, okay, I feel like I'm, this is what I'm struggling in this area and I'm trying to move forward. So how do I do it? So I just ask myself questions and I answer, I actually write it down. It's almost like journaling. Um, Yeah. So I think, I think those are the three things. So talking to people, self-coaching or journaling, and then just writing it or expressing it in whatever way it is that you can um yeah basically nice and that is that's that's a good way of dealing I feel like journaling is good like you I I did start and then I feel like I don't I don't do it sometimes I'll do it and I'll go through phases and then not touch any do any Mm -hmm. writing or anything um so obviously like that's you working on yourself and that's you doing self-improvement um how do you deal with people or people projecting their insecurities or their trauma or whatever they're dealing with on you? Obviously you've dealt mm-hmm. with your own self-improvement. They haven't quite got reached that, you know, they haven't quite reached that. They haven't worked on themselves. They haven't identified that in themselves, but there's, you can't avoid people. You can work on yourself as much as you would like. Um, but that you're always going to have to interact with people that haven't, and they're always going to be projecting themselves how do you deal with that those kind of scenarios like for example if I go to work tomorrow and somebody says something horrific 
um, I could take that personally or I could decide to say, you know, that's not me. That's just them going mm-hmm. through something and and projecting that onto me. Um, how do you deal with scenarios like that? Are you good in saying, you know what, in, you know, everyone's not perfect. Some, some people are struggling too. Um, I can just, you know, get on with my life and not be affected by that. Or do you kind of take that to heart? Okay, oh, I see you. Um, well, I try not to take it to heart, to be honest. Um, yeah, I try not to, because I think it's coming from the point that not everybody knows you. And so you kind of have to make excuses for people at certain times. So there's, there's certain yeah. times I'm just like, okay, I'll just let it slide. If it's something that keeps happening, I would probably just meet the person and speak to the person, or I would kind of just separate myself from the person just so this doesn't keep happening in that sense. But I think um, for me, it depends because if I'm, if I'm not close to somebody and they keep kind of just, mm-hmm. maybe they have certain insecurities. And so that makes them just keep attacking me certain ways. If I'm not close to you, it wouldn't really affect me because I, I don't really feel like you have that authority anyways to do that to me. You don't really have that power over me. Right. So if it's, yeah. but if it's someone that's close to me, I think that's when it would affect me. And I would speak to you. So if you're close to me, I would speak to you and I would tell you that, okay, why or why do you think that way? Is there something I've done that I don't know? Is there something that you're going through that you want us to speak about? So, um, yeah. So if I'm not close to you, no, I don't think it would affect me as much. If I am, I think we'll, we'll try and speak about it. And if not, I think I would just separate myself and just, yeah, try and live life. Yeah, and that's a good way of dealing with it, just separating it. And also, like, you, and I liked how you were, it's like, you they don't have the power exactly. to do that, right? You don't give them, that's up to you to allow somebody to affect your energy or whatever it is, um, and that's not up to them because you're not that close exactly. to them. Cool. All right, well, um, just to, well, this has been really fun. I've quite liked this because this has been a nice catch-up because we haven't mm-hmm. caught up in a while. Um <laughs> <laughs> all right well thank you so much for coming on i really enjoyed thanks. talking to you thanks for having up. me honestly we we need to do this more often whether on this or outside <laughs> absolutely for sure thank you so thanks much, babe you bye. bye thanks for listening if you have any questions or topics you want me to chat about um please email in at ashythepod, that is A-S-H-I, the pod, at gmail.com. Ciao.